friends. Welcome to the Radical Radiance podcast. I am your host, Rebecca George, and I'm so thrilled to be with you today as we have such a fun conversation with our new friend, Noelle Jett, author of From the Ground Up. You guys are going to love hearing her story of building her dream home with her husband in St. Augustine, Florida, and I just think you're really going to enjoy hearing her story. So before we get to it, I want to share about one of our sponsors, the Shine Bright Journal. The Shine Bright Journal is a free 100-page resource that you can go download today at radicalradiance.live that will walk you through a lot of what we talk about around here. What does it look like for us to radiate the heart of God speaks to you through that, and I hope you go grab it today again at radicalradiance.live. All right, help me welcome our new friend, Noelle, to the show. Noelle, I'm so excited to welcome you to the show. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute honor to be here with you today. I'm so excited. So we get to talk about your new book. I'm so excited about it. And before we kind of get into that, I want you to tell our friends who are maybe kind of meeting you for the first time, maybe a little bit of your backstory of how you grew up and your dream of building a farmhouse on a budget, all the things that kind of led (laughs) to the message of this book. I'd love for you to start there. Absolutely. And of course, all of this is the book, like this whole story, what the book is about. So I grew up in the foothills of the Ozark Mountains outside of Branson, Missouri, with parents that had the best heart, worked so hard, and as hard as they worked, as hard as they tried to provide, it was just a life of poverty and having, you know, just enough, but no extras. Like we never went to bed hungry, but at the same time, we didn't get to buy pizza on on the school field trip or get to have snacks or things like that. And I had four brothers. Um, so we grew up and then I ended up moving to Florida in 2001. So my older brother met a girl from this area kind of in college and they moved to Florida and then I followed a year later. So I was here for about 10 years and then I met my husband and he was actually born and raised here. So once I met him, there was no, no leaving the area for us, his whole entire family, you know, back generations is from this area. So mm. we will be in St. Augustine until we die. Yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things about my husband, when I met him is that he told me he had always dreamed of building his own house with his own hands. And this, I, I mean, I specifically remember this conversation and the moment he told me that I just, One, fell in love with him even more, and two, fell in love with the idea myself, and it instantly became our dream. My dad was always a very hands-on, DIY kind of person, completely renovated my childhood home over the course of 20 years, and so I, you know, I love that attitude of getting in there and just figuring it out, learning the process as we went, and so as soon as he told me that, it just became our goal, our dream, Mm. and we began working towards that. And he was self-employed at the time. He uh, did like flooring, tile work, that kind of stuff, more the interior finishes. So for the next 10 years, we worked on building our company, building um, our business to the point where it could sustain a build and looking for land because where we are, there's just not a whole lot of land. Yeah. It's a lot of low line stuff. Um, or you, unless you want to go, you know, way out into the country, it's not one of the parts of the country where land is just in abundance. So we looked and looked and looked and finally found this gorgeous piece of property and it was not for sale. So Mm. we went on the county website, found the owner's information. I wrote out this whole 
you know, sweet little letter, like this is our little family and this is our dream. Well, the very next day, Daniel calls me and he says, Hey, I happen to be right by these people's house. Do you think it would be weird if I stopped by? And I said, well, they're either going to love you or they're going to shoot you. Like there's (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, just get your words out quickly, what you're there to say. So he went and met with them and um, long story short, we got the land and we were able to begin building this home, even though we had never built a house before, you know, we had never framed a house, done a foundation, any of those things. And we just had to learn as we went. I remember when they pulled up with the framing package and we're just looking at these piles of lumber and looking at each other, like, what do we do? (laughs) And the guy that was there kind of from the program that we bought our framing from, he's like, just pick a wall, pick a wall, any wall. And we're like, okay. And we just jumped in and started framing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so cool. I have so many questions as you're, (laughs) as you're walking through that. And I'm thinking for my people who are listening, who also have a dream, maybe it's not the same dream, but they're looking at that and thinking, I don't know where in the world I start, right? Like as you began taking steps towards this dream and you picked a wall, how would you want to encourage others, you know, with a dream that feels like it's bigger than, than them. And they're trying to figure out what that looks like. How would you want to encourage them? Every day, just making the right decisions, making small decisions that get you in the right direction. Remember Mm -hmm. it took us seven years from the time we got married until no, actually nine years from the time we got married until we started building. So it was not just like, Oh, Hey, let's just do this. You know, it's a very intentional planning, um, budgeting, all all research, all these different things that we had to do, but you don't just wake up and, Oh, I'm in the place that I dreamed I would be right. Yeah. Very long journey. And the best way to get there is just to point your life in that direction and start making those very small intentional steps every single day Mm. and not getting discouraged when there are days that it feels like actually that is such a big dream and it is so far away. I'm never going to be able to actually accomplish it. Or maybe you, I don't know, mess, mess something up and it just feels like you're a complete failure and you're never going to accomplish that giving yourself grace, dusting yourself off and getting back on that course in the right direction. And just remembering that it's in the little things. It's not the big decisions. It's not the big details. It's the little details that make up our lives and Mm. make those dreams happen. Hey friends, quick break in this conversation to remind you of something. If you are loving the show, you're loving the conversations we're having, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts for Radical Radiance. When that happens, when more of those happen, the show gets put in front of more women and in turn, it allows them the opportunity to take part in conversations that will show them more about what it looks like to radiate the heart of Jesus. And I can't think of anything better than that. So it would mean the world to me if you would take just two minutes of your time and leave a rating and a written review. I'd love to hear what you think. Now let's get back to the conversation. Yeah. 
That's so good. So, so good. And kind of along the way, you have grown quite the following online as your as your people have fallen in love with your family and this process and this project and this dream. I'm curious, what are some things, maybe practically speaking, that you've learned, whether it was the easy way or the hard way, as you have built this following, um, I don't know, that you just would want to encourage listeners with? Just being authentic. Just yeah. And knowing that that's what people love. So we sold the dream house. So I know it's a big jump around story, but we ended up yeah. selling the dream house back in September and we moved into a house that Daniel's mom and dad had that was really old, really small, really dirty. Like two of our children didn't even have bedrooms, like, you know, very different from this house we had just built. And I was nervous. I was like, yeah what are people going to think of my content? I don't have this pretty house behind me to support my content. Like, yeah, you know, horrible. Like this is, what am I going to do? And they loved it. They loved mm. seeing that. Hey, look, she's struggling. She is like discouraged right now. She's yeah. working her tail off every day, trying to get this place clean enough that her family can live in it. And I, to me, it just, it meant so much to know that they're not just there for the glitz and glamour. They're not just yeah. there for all the pretty fun things. Like they're truly there. And the more real you can be and the more authentic you can be with your story and just sharing what you truly love and what you're truly passionate about, mm-hmm. that is what is going to make that connection. And just doing it because you love it, yeah. not, not doing it contingent on those people watching and listening and you know, mm-hmm. falling in love with you, but truly doing it because you feel like you have a voice that is meant to be shared and it's your passion to share it with the world. And whether five people or a million people are listening to you, knowing that you're doing what you're called to do and sharing mm-hmm. what your only your voice can bring to this world is just key in any kind of social media platform that you might want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I know for a lot of people, it's like, we can't even relate to the big dreamy house. That's perfectly cleaned and, and pristinely staged. Like nothing about that feels like my actual life. And so I can totally see how, you know, just trying to clean up that home so that your family could live in it. And the everyday real life things would be so much more relatable to people. Um, and, but I can also see the, the fears of like, holy cow, people have seen me build this, this dream home. And, um, what are they going to think, you know, like when we move somewhere. And so I just want to encourage you that I think like, I'm just very thankful that you did that because I think people can relate to that as well, you know? Absolutely. And I think it was good too. just, I mean, if you look at the span of my lifetime, there was a beautiful home involved that we lived in for a total of 18 months. So, and only 18 months of that 40 years has been in that type of home. The rest of my life has been in like you know, not the best ideal living situation. We lived in a camper for two years after we first got married so that we could save money and focus on Daniel's business, keep our expenses down. So that is actually more of who I am. And as hard as I tried Mm. to say that and let people know, like, look, you're seeing this little glimpse into my life, but really there's been all of this other time. And I think it was really hard for them to relate until that happened. Okay okay, I kind of get a better idea of who she is now. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. 
Okay. What do you love about St. Augustine? I want to hear about it. It's the most beautiful place. Have you been here? I, so I've been to Jacksonville and I've been to areas pretty close, but it's just, I just in general love the beach. So tell me what you love about living there. So after, you know, 20 years being in the Midwest, I didn't see the beach for the first time till I was 18. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, I want to raise my children here. I want to bring them to the beach and watch them running through the sand and slashing in the waves. Like I could just see it. I was like, that is what I want someday. And I, that's what it is. Like you have the beach, you know, not too far that direction, beautiful weather, um, great food. Downtown St. Augustine obviously has so much history, the oldest city mm-hmm. in America. And every time we go down there, we were just there Saturday night for dinner. And every time we're like, why do we not come here more often? <laughs> yeah. So beautiful. And just the ambiance is just so lovely. And if you have not been to St. Augustine, you definitely need to come, come for a visit. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's so fun. Okay. People, people Some of that's awesome. I hear people who live at the beach don't go to the beach as much as they thought they would. Tell me about that. So when I was younger, I went a lot like that, you know, before I had kids. And even when my kids were little, we went more. So my husband, which is funny, he's born and raised here. He doesn't like the beach. Like he likes the beach if we're like on the boat and we're out doing something, but he does not like just like sitting there sitting on the beach in the sun. Like that is not an idea of fun for him. Yeah. So probably when I met him is when I stopped going as often. Okay. Um, or just me and the kids. Like my daughter Ava was actually at the beach today. Yeah. So if it was just me and the kids, we'd probably go more often, but <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Awesome, right. Yeah. That's what, and, and the mountains are kind of the same. Like I grew up in Tennessee <laughs> and now that I live, so my husband and I live in Mississippi right now, I, I didn't know what I had until I moved away from the mountains and I could kick myself at how little I hiked and spent time in the mountains, you know, and they were just right there. You know, they were always probably kind of like your husband. He's always been near a beach. And so it sort of loses its luster a little bit when it's just so familiar. So I think the same was kind of true for me. So. I can see that because we love the mountains. We yeah. visit all the time. We went to Utah last year, but oh. obviously North Carolina is a lot closer. So we visit yeah. there at least once a year and enjoy the mountains. Yeah. Do you go to Asheville? Oh, yes. We actually just yeah. went there for our anniversary in October. It's and then my brother so is currently in Boone. So we okay, yeah. times to visit them. It's nice because you, know, you got free lodging and fabulous family to visit with. So that's our new hotspot yeah. for the next at least. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Those are some beautiful areas. I love Asheville. There's so much, so much there. It's fun. Yes. Yes. And we drew, we went and toured the Biltmore. Yes. And we were absolutely astounded at how much inspiration we drew for our next house off of something that is what over well over a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I both were just like, how can something that old just be so inspiring and give us so many new and cool ideas? It was, I know. It was amazing. yeah, it's a beautiful place. Um, yes. I, I love all of the different seasons at Biltmore. Like I've been in the spring, I, but there's nothing like Christmas at Biltmore. 
They you were go, just okay. when we got there. So it wasn't a full on. Okay. Yeah. Full on Christmas at Biltmore is, is just magical. I mean, it is unbelievable. So I, so my fun. birthday is on Christmas. So Christmas holds a very special place. Oh, in my that's awesome. I, I need to go back at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Well, I would love for you to share with everybody a little bit more about what they can expect from the book. If they were to pick it up, tell us a little bit more about, about this other dream project that's coming into the world. (laughs) So this book from the ground up is really threefold. There's three very distinct messages in it. So one is overcoming your past, whatever that may look like, you know, if Obviously, not everyone has the same childhood or the same issues in the past that they are trying to overcome. Um, So while it does have some very direct messages and very unique messages, it also has just general advice that you can apply to anything, lessons that I've learned while overcoming my past. Mm -hmm. Then it also talks about building a life that you love, truly love, one that like just brings you that peace and joy even in the chaos, even when, like, I'll be honest with you, I was just at the grocery store, I, which I, I'm 12 weeks pregnant. So I'm very sick all the time. <gasps> Congratulations. I'm at some other grocery store. My daughter calls, my son just broke the brand new thing of strawberry jam from Costco. So you can imagine how big that is. She's yeah. running out the door. She doesn't have time to clean it up. So I'm downstairs scrubbing strawberry jam, knowing I've still got to get upstairs. And so that is chaos. That is chaotic. However, in spite of any of cha- any of the chaos that can be going on, in spite of, I mean, of course, that's a very small, minuscule example. But as a mom, you understand, like totally. there's those things that happen all day long. It's just when you have four kids, that's just how it is. And in spite of all of that, and no matter how crazy life can be, knowing in your heart the peace and joy of knowing that you have a life that you have d- always dreamed of, and that truly just brings you that inner peace mm-hmm. and it just shares different things that I've learned through our trials and tribulations to help others build that kind of same life. Yeah. And then the last part is a little more niche, but it's how to utilize social media, no matter what you're trying to do, whether a personal brand or you know, if you have a little business, whatever you're trying to do, but how we utilize social media to build our dream home and just give those same tips and advice that you could use no matter what your business or personal brand is. I love that. So fun. Okay. I'm so excited about it and I can't wait for our people to get their hands on it. So I want you to say the full title one more time from the ground up. Yes. From the ground up building a dream house and a beautiful life through grit and grace. Oh, I love that. What a subtitle. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. The first time it came together, I was like, yes, that, that is it. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah. That, and that take that takes a while. I mean, yes, titles sometimes are easy, but subtitles are hard. My husband was insistent. The book should be called tell me I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he that he was wanted that so bad. Um, he's like, that is you, that is your life. That tell me I can't, and you're gonna find a way to prove him wrong. Yeah, but I think this one is still fabulous. <laughs> yeah, it's so good, and the cover's beautiful. I love the cover; it's gorgeous. Thank so. you. It took an amazing team to make it happen. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't wait for our people to get our hand, get their hands on it. And before we go, I always ask our guests the same question, every person that comes on the show. And so I'm excited to ask you, the podcast is called Radical Radiance, which really has a heart for helping women see how they can radiate the heart of Jesus in their life, their work, their family, their relationships and their dreams, all those things. And so the question I love asking our guests is what about Jesus makes you radiant? Mm, That is a very good question. I think the biggest thing for me is just finding that purpose in the mundane, Mm. like knowing the higher calling in the little things yeah, and giving that my all and really learning how to slow myself down. Cause I'm very type a want to attack it all, do it all, be it all. Mm. And just learning to slow down, savor those little things and really realize what a big piece they play in the bigger picture because mm. kids, you know, they're going to remember some things from their childhood, but really it's that overall love and peace that you give them that comes from Jesus and, you know, fills your heart and overfills into the little things that you do every day in your life. And remembering that and finding the peace and joy in that and allowing that to shine out, I think is, is very important. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. Okay. So for our friends who want to connect with you online and grab the book, all of those things, how can they um, see more of your content? All those things after this conversation. We are Jet Set Farmhouse on all platforms. So Jet, which is our last name, J-E-T-T, and then Set, and then Farmhouse. Okay. I love that. Well, Noelle, I have loved chatting with you. I'm so excited about the release of your book. It will be in the world by the time people are listening to this so they can go grab from the ground up anywhere books are sold. And friend, I just want to thank you one more time for being with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a lovely conversation. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Noel as much as I did. And I hope you go grab a copy of From the Ground Up, wherever books are sold and support her in that. I'm so excited about her book release. And I can't wait for our next conversation. We are sitting down with Christine Hoover to talk about her new book, Thriving as a Pastor's Wife. I loved this conversation. I can't wait to share it with you. So join me then.